Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, saints. This is the show Self-Expressions, and I am your host, Minister Robert Popeye Hudson. I'd like to thank you and welcome you, no matter where in the world you're listening to this show. We're also simulcasting on Facebook Live. Uh, good evening, and uh, welcome, everyone. And uh, real quickly, I'm just going to jump into tonight's topic, and it's the choices that we make, which is the topic. All right? And uh, through uh, everyday choices in life, you know, there are also, you know, repercussions for the choices that we make. So, you know, real quickly, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go and uh, just uh, go ahead and say an opening prayer. All right. And um, dear God, we'd like to thank you for your amazing power and work in our lives. Thank you for your goodness and for your blessing over us. Thank you that you are able to bring hope though even the toughest of times, strengthening us for our purpose. Thank you for your great love and care. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you that you are always with us and will never take, never leave us. Thank you for your incredible sacrifice so that we might have freedom in life. Forgive us for when we don't thank you enough for who you are, for all that that you do and for all that you are giving and helping us to set up our to set our eyes and our hearts to a fresh, renewed spirit. Fill us with your peace and joy. We love you and we need you day and every day. We give you praise and thanks for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, Amen. And um, you know, real quickly, you know, just to go over um, some of the uh, <clears throat> some of the scriptures that I'm going to go over. One of the scriptures is going to be uh, Romans chapter 6, uh, verses 6 to 14. And we're also going to be covering um, uh, a pretty good amount of Genesis. And, you know, one of the things I just want to bring up uh, as far as the choices that we make, you know, the choices that we make are not always, you know, that involved where we actually have to make choices. You know, sometimes scenarios presented to us where we think that we have to make a choice. And sometimes it can be more, it can be complex. Sometimes it can be, you know, uh, really simple. And sometimes, you know, um, there's just, you know, some ordinary things in life that is placed in front of us where we think that we have to make choices. You know, and, and you know, it's simple. You know, like when we vote, they say we have to vote for Democrats or Republicans, you know, and uh, also in, in, in some social aspects of our life, whereas though we have, you know, figures that come up in history where, you know, we feel as though we have to make a choice, where in the times where there was, you know, uh, Marcus Garvey presenting and making his publications, and then we also had W.E.B. Du Bois who had his publications, and but which was backed by, you know, um, just you know the mainstream America, and where Marcus Garvey's teachings and his his writings 
they were considered garbage. And then we also have, you know, where we also had, you know, a confrontation with the United States government, where the civil rights movement, where there were Dr. Martin Luther King, and there were also also Malcolm X. Whereas also right there, again, there were choices that we had to make. And some of them were, are we going to do the nonviolent confrontation thing? Or are we going to do by any means necessary? Which, you know, people told us though they had to make choices. And, you know, once again, you know, we always don't have to make choices because of the out- outlook and the views of people. And, you know, and then, in, you know, everyday life where, you know, we try to sit and, and um, enjoy and relax ourselves in life, then there's also scenarios brought up. Like who's better, Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan? Then there's also, you know, um, theme in music where though we feel as though we have to pick sides. Like who's better, Biggie or Tupac? And scenarios go on and on. Always in each scenario, you know, we don't have to choose one over the other. And you know, just like in life. When we um, we seem like that we seem that we have to face challenges, and that we have to make a choice. You know, we have to live with, you know, ultimately, our choices that we make. And you know, when we make those choices, basically, we have to live with them. And you know, living with with uh, everyday, you know, decisions. You know, it's not it's not easy because we also want to you know contemplate or make sure that you know what we did or you know uh, the the choices that we make were they right? You know, we sometimes question you know the choices that we make, but you know ultimately, in you know you know the bottom line is the choices were in in our hands, and it's the choices that we make, and it's the choices that we also have to see that you know that we live to you know, live live through and push forward because we're not perfect. So, and, you know, with that being said, you know, I do have um, something that I've written down that I, I do want to read. And, you know, what I've written down was, uh, you know, something that I had as far as, um, you know, particular feelings as far as, you know, when it comes to choices. All right, so I'm going to read it. It's called Look at Us. All right, and so uh, I'm going to go ahead and read that right now, and then we're going to go ahead and get into the word. All right, um, Black Lives Matter. It takes a black mother nine months to make to, to make a black life, and it takes just two minutes for someone to take it. The children are our future, but what to do when we constantly erase it? How can a brother make it when the government supplies us with cocaine to support a war they can't afford. Then turn around and start a war on drugs. Basically, to sweep a nigger like me under the rug. Kids, kids are still starving while mom's still searching for HIT. Dad is mad. He's got to pay child support. Still on the corner, busting caps at each other after sipping brew. Too busy worried about each other's wealth, 
why are we filled with envy? Just because we're a victim, become victims, does not mean that we do not have choices. We choose to become HIV victims because we don't wear condoms. We got high blood pressure, constantly eating pork chops and chilies. Look at what the white man has done to us. But also, when are we going to turn around and take a look at us? And, uh, you know, basically that's the, that's the end of the poem. And, you know, sometimes we, you know, we do things, we write things out of frustration. And a lot of times we do find a common denominator, a common, you know, a common factor. And basically what it does is it comes down to our choices that we make. And, you know, like I said before, you know, the choices that we make are the choices that we have to live with that we also have to, you know, understand that by, you know, making, you know, a, a conscious, rational decision on, you know, the choices that we make, you know, uh, it's, it's, you know, sometimes it's not easy. And, and you know, and just to say, you know, about the choices that we make, we have to we have to be the ones that make sure that we, we're, we're checking with, with God and making sure that, you know, the choices that we make, you know, he he he's in lockstep with them. You know, when you know one of the one of the the choices that we make, and it, this also goes all the way back into Genesis, and you know, in Genesis chapter thirteen, verses seven, you know, Lot was you know how he how he favored, you know, he he was favored, and one of the things that we as as you know believers and Christians is that we think because we're favored that we still are going to make the right choices. But that's not true. Just because we're favored, you know, Lot was favored. Lot was favored by the angels. And Lot was favored, you know, and he and he also had choices to make. Lot also ultimately decided to make choices that, you know, hey, I I, I believe in this corrupts these corrupt cities and I believe that this, these cities, you know, I can I can find, you know, 50 people. Then he lowered it to 10. And then he couldn't even find 10. And then when he went to go and, you know, say, hey, at least, at least I can try to see if I can pull my son-in-laws, and they laughed him off. And it was tro- totally a corrupt, corruptible, uh, corrupt cities where God ultimately decided that this, this these, these, these cities are so full of evil that they have to go. And even in the, you know, even when we get to get down to it where God says, okay, I'm going to lay total destruction to, you know, to these cities. And he told Lot, you know, get out of here and go to, uh, you know, to, to, you know, basically these cities. And Lot was like, oh, can I go here? Because I, you know, and it was always the I, I, I. It wasn't like, thank you for favoring me. Thank you for saving me and sparing me and my family. It was just always the I, 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 and what he wanted to do. And ultimately what came down to it is, you know, uh, and we covered, you know, um, Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, previously on self-expressions, and you can go ahead and look up the archives. And uh, also just to let uh, everyone know that anytime that you want to call into the, to the show, 
And we broadcast live at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Anytime you want to call in, the phone number call in is 319-527-6091. And you hit the number one and we'll, you know, we'll get you on. You know, um, backtracking real quick with uh, Locke. Now, Locke, you know, um, you know, one of the, the things about Locke, and like I said, he was he was favored. And just because you're your favorite does not mean that, you know, you're going to make the right choices. You know the choices that you know that we that we have you know presented in front of us. You know ultimately, you know that's the one great thing about you know um, you know God, and you know the you know the choices that you know that we make it's on our own free will and accord. And you know and, and with that being said, you know you know with the choices that we make, you know we have no no other to look at you know look upon it but ourselves. You know, when we make, you know, the choices, it's, you know, it's not simple. And, yes, it is complex, and, yes, it's more involved than, you know, than what we can, you know, we give give it consideration. Because the choices, you know, that we make ultimately, you know, it may change the course of our lives. It may change the course of someone else's lives. But, you know, basically the choice is ours. And we have to own up to it and make sure that, you know, the choices that we make, even if, you know, it seems to be, you know, the wrong choices, you know, we all are, you know, we're, we're, we're far from perfect. And, you know, just to, you know, shed some light on that, let's go all the way, you know, all the way back into the times of David when David, you know, he made decisions. And he, he didn't even, you know, he didn't even consider to ask God because he knew that there was a possibility to answer that God asked, you know, asked what he was asking of God that it was going to be no. And a lot of times we tend to not want to hear the word no because the word no means stop or means don't. And sometimes we want to go ahead and we want to, we want to march on and move on when, you know, it, it, it's just not what, what God said. And a lot of times we want to make it, you know, we want to make his word and we want to bend it and, and, and put it to where we're in a position where, you know, it, you know that we're favorable. And so, um, you know, with that being said, I'm going to go into you know, Romans <clears throat> real quick. We're going to go to verses. Uh, we're going to go to chapter 6. And we're going to cover verses 6 to 14. And so we're going to start off with, with verse 6. Knowing this, now, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, <clears throat> that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now that we died with Christ, we, be, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. Said he died. He died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also. Reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin but alive to God in Christ, Jesus our Lord. Therefore, not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey, obey it in its lust. And do not present your, your, your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, 
for you are not under the law, but under grace. Amen. And that was uh, Romans chapter 6, verses 6014. And there it goes, this confirmation that, you know, once, you know, we're fully turning ourselves over to God and we trust and, you know, we ask of, you know, ask of him, then we, we are, you know, we're, we're, we're under favor. We're, we're under grace and mercy. But that does not mean that we're free from making bad choices. We always are always, you know, we have to understand that the choices that we make, it may not even seem like it's a bad choice at first. And sometimes, it, you know, it, 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 it may be a sound decision that, you know, we seem to want to make or that we do make. And, you know, once we make make that decision, you know, then we want to, when we start second-guessing our decision is when we start going to plan B, plan C, when plan A was just not, you know, it, it just not was not, you know, uh, you know, uh, thought out well where you put your, your faith in it. You know, when we start abandoning things and then make other choices and make other decisions, that's what compounds, you know, our choices and our our our, our faith in our choices, which makes you know, which makes it a lack of you know, our trust and our ability to just say, hey, listen, this is the choice I made. I'm going to have to live with it. Or if you ultimately make the, make the mistake of you know, hey, I'm going way left than when I wanted to go right. You know, back in, you know, the, the, biblical, the biblical times where, you know, people were called out to Christ and, you know, they didn't have, you know, the, uh, the wherefore or the right way how to pray or how God wanted him to serve them. There was a, a period of forgiveness where, you know, in, in times of the Old Testament where we just didn't know how to properly do things. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have that proper connection with God. But right now in these days and times, you know, this is after, you know, Christ, you know, died on the cross. This is where we had to had the, the wherewithal and the sense and the common sense to just say, hey, you know what, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I'm supposed to do it. And even though there is really no wrong way to pray, but there is, a, a, you know, a proper way of, you know, once you know, a child has, has, has been raised, you know, a child knows not to do this. This is well as in life where, you know, a child is at a, at a table and they're grown, you know, they're older. They know not to put their elbows on the table. They know not to come to the table, you know, with a hat on and things of that nature, you know, but yet still we still come to Christ as if, you know, we don't know any better or, you know, like, hey, like in like a game of golf. Like, hey, you know what? Uh, I just took a bad shot. I want a mulligan. But, you know, just as well as, you know, at any sport or anything that people do, at a certain point you don't get that mulligan. You don't get that, okay, uh, let's act like it never happened. Well, you know, guess what? Will you, will you come to Christ? Yes, he can come to you and he can bring things anew like it never happened. But guess what? Sometimes, you know, and I'm going to put it in terms like this, backsliders introduce themselves as if they've never done anything. Like they don't have to, you know, 
Like, they don't have to, like, reintroduce themselves to God and say, hey, listen, I have backslidden. I have to, you know, I, I'm rededicating myself. Now, everybody, when you hear the word rededication, you know, we're thinking, okay, well, this is going to be, uh, you know, like uh, my second time around. Yes, it is. Because sometimes we ruin our first chances. In our second chances, in our third chances. And how can we get it back together? We rededicate we, we ourselves. We, re, we dedicate ourselves to God. You know, we can't, you know, we can't just sit and, 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 stew, and, and stew in the basket of what we've done yesterday. It is what we do today and the day after and the day after next. Because if we can't understand our mistakes, if we can't understand that sometimes, you know, when we take three steps forward, sometimes we may just stop and, just, and we slide back. Because the world is, is constantly going to move around us, I mean, around with or without us. And sometimes there may be things that we may misinterpret. That is the reason why we read, read the Bible. This is the reason why we read. Sometimes there may be many lessons taught in a Bible verse, but we only get one. And sometimes when we read it the second time, sometimes we get that, that other meaning. Now, you know, let's go back into um, real real quickly to David. Now, David had a heart, uh, you know, that God loved. And he just loved his dedication, what he did and how he, you know, was spread the gospel. And he started with him as a child. And this is what happened to us, uh, you know, in, in our lives when we start making choices. You know, God, you know, affects us and he, he, he formulates, you know, a game plan for us that he's executed. He's not going to let us execute it because we're going to mess it all up. And so even as a child, you know, he slew Goliath, you know, because everyone believed, but they were wrapped with the one thing they couldn't get over was fear. And it was the size of Goliath and it was the, the might of, you know, the, the, the army. So, you know, God had to place into, you know, David, the spirit of I don't need a shield, I don't need armor, I just need this one pebble and, you know, and, and God behind me. Um, I'm not saying it to be, you know, funny or I'm not saying it to, to just, you know, harp on the struggles of everyday life, but we don't walk out in, in life and we don't face things in life the way David did as a shepherd. You know, sometimes we we start off, easy, you know, like like a shepherd, you know, we just have one responsibility. But, you know, one day we may wake up and we may have a responsibility over many and not even care, not even, you know, wonder why, you know, we're placed in a situation, wonder why that, you know, we're having a cause and effect because of we've done one thing. And that's just the way, that's just the way life is, you know, and that's the way that life has been formulated around us where, yes, that one day we may be that one person that makes a huge effect on those around us and those that is going to come in contact with us. You know, uh, there is no no rhyme or reason how God works, but we just know that he sincerely trusts us and he puts us in a place that which, you know, only us and us alone can do and have the effects that he needs for us to, you know, captivate, you know, other people who come to the kingdom. 
because, you know, we, we are witnesses for him. And by being witnesses, that means that everybody's going to have their eyes on us. Everybody's going to be watching us. And, you know, why so? Because that's the challenges that it is of, of a responsibility of being a kingdom citizen. Whereas you're placed in a position where, you know, you're looked upon to help others or to guide others. You know, no one person, you know, understands how everything all, you know, comes together and works works out because, like I said before, you know, when we are in position of, you know, enacting and making our choices, sometimes we make the wrong choices. And, you know, that's why we have to make sure that we're guided by the Holy Spirit. If we're not guided by the Holy Spirit, you know, we're going to continue to make choices where we're going to constantly, you know, second guess and, you know, we're not going to make sure that, you know, we, we deliver, you know, what God wanted us to deliver, which is, you know, more souls into the kingdom of God. And so, you know, with that being said, I want to, I'm going to go and we're going to talk about, you know, um, more back into the, the Old Testament where, you know, uh, use that, that example as, you know, for, for example, you know, we live in what we call a free country. And one of the incredible freedoms that, you know, we have is, you know, in our nation is, is the, you know, able to make, you know, our choices. You know, we have choices choices each day, you know, that we choose, you know, rather or not, you know, if we're going to be, if we're going to lie in bed all day, if we're going to go out and work, rather we're going to, you know, you know, uh, get up early and start our day out, you know, or um, we have choices of what we're going to wear in our wardrobe, the shoes we're going to wear, and those are simple choices, like choices of what we're going to eat, choices of what car we're going to drive, what neighborhood we live in. You know, we can we can even have the choices of, of the color of, you know, we can change the color of our eyes, the color of our hair, and, you know, whether it's, the, you know, the assistance of makeup or whatever. But we got tons of choices, and, and those choices, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come even. We can have a responsibility. You know, we can make choices in, you know, every area of our life, including, you know, our spiritual life. You know, and making the choices about that is, is very, you know, is it, it, very important. And it's important because, you know, God, he will or he, he will attempt to, you know, guide our way. But, you know, we have the the very, very responsi- the responsibility of God to, to make sure that we make the right choices as far as how we conduct ourselves in our household, you know. And it is very simple. And, and you know, if I break it down to you, you're going to wonder, you, we want to know why, you know, that we say, hey, you know, when we eat meals, we're going to be at the table and we're going to pray. Every every Sunday we're going to go to church, or every Wednesday we're going to have worship here in the home at eight o'clock or whatever set time it is. You know we have the the responsibility of you know making you know making choices, and the choices that we make, you know, a lot of times we reflect and we deflect it as if it wasn't our responsibility. And you know those are the ones I you know I, I want to talk to right now tonight, whereas though we feel as though that, you know, every choice I made 
I was guided to a different, you know, to a different area where is though that's not the choice I wanted to make. But yes, you do, you do have choices, and yes, you're, you know, even though you seem to be guided or you've been seem to be pushing one direction or another, you know, ultimately you had that choice, and you know that choice that you have and that choice that you make, you know, that's your responsibility. Whether you know, no matter what the outcome is. For me, example, uh, I'm going to tell you, um, there was big choices I made. You know, and the choices I made is ultimately what I had to live with, and I have to, you know, say, hey, you know, this is the consequences of my actions, and you know, I can't take it back, and I can't change it. You know, um, I just came, you know, um, recently this week from surgery, with, you know, with my uh, on my foot. And I had to, you know, get an operation. And, you know, right now things are, you know, seem to be on the right side of everything. But the choice is, you know, if I can go back, which, you know, right now I don't want to, the choices I made was ignore the problem and, you know, press forward, move on. And, you know, everything, you know, take care of itself eventually. You know, the truth of the matter is that I could have, you know, stopped and concentrated and made sure I dealt with the problem, you know, right right then and there. But for one, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't check with God. Two, I didn't, you know, confirm what I was doing what was, was, was good for me and good overall for my family either, you know. And, and, and the third thing is is that, you know, ultimately, I had to sit and face the fact that, you know, hey, I made a wrong decision. And, you know, thank God, you know, it seems like, you know, we're recovering, you know, from, you know, the choices that were made. And the choices that, that are made does not mean that, you know, um, you, you're not a true believer in God. No. What, what this means is I made a, a, a wrong decision. Does that mean that I'm less favored by God? No. This just means I just made a bad choice and a wrong decision. You know, and ultimately we have to understand and we have to move on that, you know, from the choices we make and the wrong decisions that we make and basically, you know, without putting in all the factors, you know, confirming with God, you know, checking with God, and then weighing, and the last thing is weighing the option of the choice. Is it overall beneficial in the long run and, you know, in the future? Sometimes you can say yes, sometimes you can say no. Sometimes, yes, we do have to make sacrifices, but sometimes we make unnecessary sacrifices because basically overall we're making the wrong choices. And how do we lead up to making the wrong choices? Is because by not confirming and asking God, is it okay? By not, you know, making sure that we are properly weighing options, you know, that we had, as far as, you know, moving forward and, you know, making sure that Christ is set, you know, set forward in our life. You know, we like to, you know, ultimately think that, you know, everything that we're doing and, hey, look, you know, anybody can always say that they're highly favored and highly blessed, but ultimately that doesn't mean that you're going to make the right choices and the right decisions. The only thing that just means is that you're highly favored and highly blessed. That does not make you immune for making the wrong decisions and the wrong choices. You know, and for example, I can just, you know, on just one hand, I can tell you, you know, how many times, you know, through 
the actions of, of making wrong choices, where you can go ahead and continue on making wrong choices. Where, you know, whereas though, let's just say, you know, for instance, and this is, you know, a touchy subject for a lot of people, but let's just say for gambling, you know, let's just say, hey, you know, you want to put some money on a number or you want to uh, just, you know, spend a little money. Sometimes you may get out of hand and, you know, sometimes you may think, hey, I can, I can get, you know, uh, the rent money or I can pay off, you know, all my bills. But, you know, it, but the simple thing is, is that we make wrong choices for the wrong reasons. When we should be saying with this money that I have right here, you know, I'm going to take care of what I can. And instead of turning around and, and asking for, you know, a, a life of abundance, you know, we're thinking short term. I just want to pay off this house or I just want to make my rent. Well, if you ask for a life of abundance to buy a house, you don't have to worry about rent. You know, you may get the money to pay off, you know, short-term bills, like the electric bill, the gas bill. You know, we're, we're, not, we're not asking for the right things. We're, we're just going about, you know, our life and making choices and, you know, and sitting by and thinking that, you know, hey, listen, this is, this, you know, I'm highly favored. And this is the choice I'm gonna make, and it's going to be the best choice. It, you know, it's not. It's, it's, let me just make you understand how the function determines. You know, is determined by us by choices. You know, if we choose to ignore a bill that is that is due, that we must pay. You know, basically a penalty or late fee. You know, that is basically applied to it. You know, if we choose to let our you know our laundry pile up, then we must deal with it. You know, basically one day we're gonna. Wake up and we're not going to have, you know, any clean clothes to wear. You know, if we choose not to go to the grocery store because we're tired of, you know, just basically going to the grocery store and getting groceries, we get the same thing over and over again, you know, eventually your cupboard is going to, is going to run bare. You know, what we don't, you know, what we fail to understand is that, you know, what we're doing and making choices, you know, it is influenced by, by God. Our choices are influenced by God, but we don't listen. Now, just as well as that, we have that, you know, the choices of, you know, doing our lines, you know, when we need it, getting groceries when we need it, going to, you know, getting up and going to work when we have, you know, when we need to, you know, and it's basically a, a sea of all other things. But we're not getting up in the morning, we're not asking for the spirit of abundance. And so I'm going to cover First uh, Timothy verses six, uh, verses uh, chapter six, verses ten. You know, for for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Not saying that being prosperous is the negative or against God, but when you place you know your trust and your hope in the dollar bill is is when troubles begin. So just look around, basically. The lottery, how it seems to get larger and larger each week, and as the people, you know. They flock and grow basically to get an opportunity to have financial security. But you see that by placing your trust in, in the lottery, which is something that God, you know, basically doesn't or, you know, he doesn't approve. But what he does approve of is improving, you know, the riches in your household, you know, making a but you know. Now, see, this is where a lot of people want to understand where, you know, 
well, okay, in order for us to, you know, take care of our bills and things like that and have abundance, you know, we need abundance of money. But that's not necessarily true. And this is where, you know, I want to just, you know, let everyone know that money doesn't solve anything, and money is not the root of all evil. It is the love of money that's the evil. But it's also that when we are sidetracked and we think that we need money to live a life of abundance is where, you know, we're just sidetracked. You know, what we need is what God placed into, into us. And don't forget, God has has not had made a person that's a throwaway person who is totally worthless and just has no value on this earth. And, you know, and what I'm going to say to you is maybe I hope that you can change your mind as where you think that you need money to solve, you know, your problems, that you need abundance of money to solve your problems. What you need is to do is to talk to God and find out what is your talent and how can, you know, how, how can I maximize this? How can I present this to the world where though I could be profitable in abundance and also sharing, you know, with the world my idea? You know, just because, you know, you you have a talent or you have a, a certain talent where you can help people does not mean that, no, you do not deserve to be rewarded either monetarily or through other means. What it means is that you have a talent, and yes, you know, some people do deserve to be compensated. Now, you ask yourself, when you go to the doctor and you pay a doctor bill, are you saying to yourself, why should I pay this doctor? No, it's evident that this doctor has done something for you, promoted some kind of healing, and, you know, he deserves to be compensated for, you know, his healing work. And I'm not saying, you know, that, each and every deed that a person does deserves to be rewarded monetarily or anything otherwise. What I'm saying is that for each talent, like someone that can, you know, quilt a blanket or, you know, make sweaters and make pants and things like that, you know, things that take time, things that take, you know, talent, you know, and, you know, and, and things of that nature. You know, somebody as far as, you know, the simplest thing is cutting grass. You know, you know, some child could be, you know, you know, uh, girl or boy could be cutting grass every summer, and then all of a sudden, as they start getting older, they start formulating plans and ideas of how they can turn that into a company where they can just cut grass, where it seems like a ten or fifteen dollar idea, or just making some change for the summer, you know, turns out into an idea where not only that that he prospers where people from his neighborhood or other people become employees of his, and there he is creating, you know, wealth from just an idea of a talent that he had. He was able to cut grass, and he was able to cut grass very good where people just loved the, the work he did. Same thing as us. You know, some people have talent as artists. Some people have, you know, talent. They're, you know, they're able to, you know, they're good with finances and investments and, just like you, you know, if you can't look into yourself and, and say, you know, where's my talent, you know, you, you have to sit sit back and, and really seriously, you know, um, have a conversation with God and ask him, you know, what is my talent? And part of your talent, you know, and, and as far as the choices that you make, 
is that it gives you a vision and it gives you an outlook and hope for future, for the future. You know, without hope and outlook for the future, you know, we are constantly in, what we, you know, what some people call it, just constantly in a neutral state. Whereas that, you know, no matter what you're doing, you always seem like you're back in square one. Well, that's what happens when you're not maximizing your talents and you're not using you know, all the, the resources that God has, has provided for you and given to you. You know, and a lot of people may think it's weird the way I'm describing this, but God will place breadcrumbs in front of you to lead you where you need to be at. You know, and if you're not following those breadcrumbs, that does not mean that he's not going to keep constantly sprinkling those breadcrumbs to lead you where you ultimately need to be. Because sometimes, it, you know, and and it all takes timing. A lot of times we're not ready to be in, in a position to get, you know, a full blessing or a full, you know, uh, understanding of where we need to be at and how, how we are, you know, God needs us to maximize our talent and where we need to be at. You know, basically we need to, you know, understand and listen to him. You know, he listens to us. You know, he listens to our, you know, um, our, our prayers. And for, and for some, you know, some of us, they get answered right away. Some of them get answered at a later time. But for the most part, you know, our prayers will be answered or we get an answer. And, you know, just to, you know, let everybody know, and not just to say, you know, anything negative, but sometimes there is a resounding no. Because once again, you know, we think that we can, you know, place ourselves or put ourselves, you know, in a better position than what God does. And when we when we become hard and headstrong, that's where we can't see, you know, our vision meet up with God's, with God's vision that he has for us. You know, and, you know, basically, no matter, you know, what your title is or whatever, we're all a child of God. And, you know, we're all his children. And just like, you know, any father that calls you, you know, you have to listen. And if you don't listen, you know, sometimes, you know, hey, you know, a, a child wants to go on his own. And that's the choices that a child makes when they choose to break away from their parent and no longer, you know, say, um, uh, you know, you say, you know, about your parent, like, you know, hey, you know, no, no matter what they say, you know, their, their words don't, don't weigh as heavy on me as they used to. And that's how we literally treat God, is that when he told us no, you know, we just place it in our in our mind that, you know, we're just going to, you know, break off on our own and, you know, see what happens. And that's basically what happens. You know, basically that's what, what that choice ultimately leads you to, is you break away and feel as though that, you know, we no longer want to listen to our father, and you go off on your own. And as everybody knows, you know, you see how that's working. And with that being said, real quickly, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go into the call of salvation. I'm going to do the announcements, and then we're going to uh, come back and wrap everything up. And for those that are not familiar with the call of salvation, the call of salvation is to bring you closer to God, whereas though we're – you know, we just need to understand that we have created an open rebellion against God for, you know, what he's done. 
And we just had to rein ourselves in and just let him know, Father God, I've made the wrong choices. I've made the wrong decisions. The one of the decisions I, I, I've done is that I have not accepted your sacrifice that you gave me. You set your only begotten son to die for me on the cross of Calvary, where he died and was risen again and died for my sins. And I thank you so much for offering the gift. And I just thank you so much for allowing me to become a part of your kingdom citizenship here and now. And I just thank you forevermore. I will re- I will reject the ways of sin and renew my spirit with the sacrifice of your son. We just thank you so much. And by saying something like that or, you know, words of your own choosing, you know, you're saved. The only thing you have to do is, you know, admit with your tongue and you, you say it out loud and just let someone know that you turned your life over to Christ. You know, you can call your mom, you can, uh, you can go outside and yell it, you can go on Facebook, you can go on any platform that you want and just let someone know that you turned your life over to Christ. And the next step I suggest you do is find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary that I know you the word of Christ. I know most sanctuaries are closed right now, and uh, I know that, uh, you know, there are different virtual ways of participating in church through Zoom, Facebook Live, and a lot of other avenues and networks. And we hope you're able to find one. You know, and if you can't find one, you know, um, right right here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you know, we're a virtual church. We're, you know, uh, we're a church without walls. And you're welcome to join us here almost each and every night that we broadcast. And we just uh, thank you so much. And I'm going into the announcements. And uh, just in case, uh, this is the Private Purpose Camp Network. You know, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, we just thank you so much. And we appreciate your support here at Purpose Camp Network. Um, and we also thank for those that share, sharing with their friends and family members and let us know that we're broadcasting here at Purpose Kingdom Network. Anytime you want to contact us via email, you can contact us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. You can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello. It's been a prayer request. We're glad to honor that. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at purpose underscore kingdom. We just uh, thank you uh, so much for those that share with your friends and family members. We are also broadcasting live on www.backslashpurposekingdom where you can um, at any time you can just uh, hear any of our past shows. You can simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And uh, also, don't forget to share with your friends and family members. We thank you so much. Um, and uh, also, we're, um, we are um, – I forgot my train of thought real quick. But, you know, uh, real quickly, uh, tune in tomorrow night at the 9 p.m. hour for God's will, God's blessing. And we're going to have um, a special episode with uh, Pastor Toy, and she's going to do the uh, Feast of Leaven Bread. And that's going to be tomorrow at 9 p.m. hour. Uh, well, God's will, God's blessings. You know, we hope you're able to join us tomorrow evening. And we just thank you so much for those that uh, are share with their friends and family members. Uh, also, as a reminder, um, we will be starting up pretty soon uh, our Perfect Kingdom Network. 24-hour uh, radio broadcast on RadioCo.com. And um, 
stick tuned for the announcements. And anytime you want to see our upcoming shows and announcements, you can go to Purpose Kingdom on Facebook. Uh, we invite you to follow us, and that way you won't uh, miss any episodes or you won't see any, any advertisements of our upcoming shows and announcements. And uh, we just thank you so much. And uh, with that being said, this is going to be the uh, end of the announcements, and we're just going to go ahead and wrap things up here with uh, tonight's episode. And uh, tonight's episode, uh, if you didn't, if you didn't know, if I didn't announce it, uh, it's going to be episode fourteen thirty-two, and we're just moving right along, and we're going to hit the fifteen hundred not too not too long, and uh, you know, that's busting there. You know, wrapping up, you know, with basically the choices we make, you know, ultimately, you know, the decision is ours. You know, there are, you know, we're the only creatures on earth where it. You know, it's just solid, you know, and, and, and concrete that, you know, we have our own choices. We don't have or we're not compelled by anything. We're not compelled by nature. We're not compelled by, you know, um, our well-being, uh, you know, altered or, you know, altered in any kind of way. You know, we ultimately have the choices. And it's not like that we're, we're, we're like a bear, but we have no choice but to hibernate for the winter. It's not like, you know, we're a, a giraffe where we just, you know, can all of a sudden start eating meat instead of eating, you know, vegetation. We're not like a lion where we're compelled to eat meat where we can't turn into a vegetarian if there's no meat around. You know, and we can't, we're, you know, and we're not like a fish that we can't survive without being out of water. You know, we have choices. You know, we can we, we make our choices, and we have to ultimately live with them. You know, or, you know the choices I make, you know, basically for, for here or now, you know, it, it, has, it has repercussions. We have to understand that the choices that we made yesterday, yes, they do have repercussions for today. And the ultimate thing is, we can't change our choices that we made in the past, but we can take a different path. You know, there there is, you know, no right way of how we can make the right choices. But the way we, we can do is we can conduct ourselves and we can ask God for forgiveness and for, for guidance to enlighten us. Because, you know, ultimately, you know, we're, we're, we're not... You know, we're not God. We're not omnipresent. We don't know, you know, what or what was the, the most benef- uh, beneficial way to make a choice. But without Him, we have to ask Him, and we just can't forget that that we can't just go about life because we're you know because we're highly favored. You know, there are so many highly favored people that have taken the wrong path and are still wondering. You know, why am I constantly doing this or why am I constantly dealing with that? Because, you know, you got stuck on being highly favored. You know, being highly favored is just that. You're highly favored. It doesn't mean that you're not going to make a misstep or you're going to make the wrong you're not going to make the wrong choice. Because we do. Because we're human. And that's why we, we, we ask for God to be a present in our life. That's why we ask him to help us with these choices. Because when we make they make the wrong choices, then we, we have to actually be honest with ourselves and say, do, do we have God in our life? Do we have him 
always asking him the right question. And if you constantly see yourself, you know, spiraling in, you know, that, you know, that that spot where you just can't seem to, to get out of it, where it's a constant groundhog day, where it's a constant battle, or a constant struggle, you know, give an expiration date on everything. God didn't want us to struggle with anything forever. For us to get past it, and the best way for us to get past it, and for for Him to help us, and for you to ask for help. And you know, right now you can start right now today, because there's no no magical solution. There, you know, there's no um, you know uh, one shot and, and okay, bam, I'm done. Uh, I'm good. I'll never have to face this again. You know, yes, we we will if we keep making the wrong choices. You know, um, just to wrap up, you know, um, I'd like to thank everybody for joining me on Facebook Live. Um, Pastor Renee Donaldson, thanks for so much. Uh, my niece Darlene, my brother Elder, um, Elder David Hudson. Uh, man, you know, I just thank everybody. Um, and, you know, truly, you know, I, I love doing this. And, you know, I can't imagine doing anything else on a Saturday night besides being here, broadcasting here on Purpose Team Network where, you know, um, I'm sure being heard, heard worldwide is, is good. But this is saving at least one soul, still even better. You know, uh, I, I just um, love every aspect of, of broadcasting and, you know, even helping out on Purpose Cam Network whenever I can. And uh, I can't wait till we you know, get to our new network. You're not just to say that, you know, uh, we're disrespecting the network we're on, uh, which is uh, Blog Talk Radio. And, you know, and, um, anytime, you know, we're, we're still going to have our archive here at Blog Talk Radio. Uh, don't forget, we have some, you know, amazing and some of our best broadcasts here on Blog Talk Radio where we had uh, some amazing revivals and um, our end of the year, you know, uh, revivals, which we have had every year um, here on Purpose Kingdom Network. So, you know, I'm just uh, just happy with the news of, you know, our 24-hour uh, broadcast, you know, and um it's going to be fun, uh, you know, us, you know, jumping into our, our you know, our, our 24-hour broadcast. Like I said, um, I love doing this. And, you know, one thing that I can see is a common denominator with everybody is that, you know, if you don't love yourself, you know, there's, you know, it's impossible for you to love, you know, anybody else. So make sure you take the time out to love yourself. And, you know, just um, just a reminder, you know, just um, – you know, join us tomorrow. I hope you get to tell friends and family members that we'll be on tomorrow night. You know, uh, I just want to just, uh, you know, let everybody know uh, thanks for the support and um, chiming in, you know, Facebook Live. I'm going to end the Facebook Live broadcast right now. Um, thanks, everybody. Peace. I'm out. So, uh, you know, real quickly, uh, now back on Blog Talk uh, exclusively. So, um I'm going to end the broadcast and um, just, you know, like I said, I love everybody. And, um, you know, with with that, you know, with that being said real quick, uh, just make sure you take the time out to, you know, talk to someone and just, you know, just let them know that, you know, uh, hey, look, I'm here, I'm in your corner. You know, sometimes we can, we can use that. And with that being said, I'm out of here. Peace. Jesus bless. Yeah.
He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me, I 